Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. This is a show where we talk about all manner of uh, geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brendan Maynes, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Daniel Jelly Farrelly, a Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Uh, today is Friday, the 18th of January, 2013, and this is episode 8. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. And what a what a short period of time since our previous episode. It's only been a week. Yes, it's true. It's it, it'll take some getting used to for us, and I'm sure for our listeners as well. Uh, so it so uh, today is the first of our shorter, uh, snappier episodes. Not that it'll be any different to what you're used to. Uh, our time limit should hopefully uh, go down as we as we get further and further into this because uh, we'll have less to talk about on you know on a weekly basis than we would on a fortnightly basis so that's always a good thing I well, that's the plan anyway we'll, we'll see how that goes yeah. we'll, see, we'll see how that goes well, you know you never know we'll, we may just end up talking for you know several hours yeah uh, I know I know that I know uh, I know at least one person who's uh, whose podcasts uh, typically go for a very long time. Uh, his name might be Greg, and he may <laughs> have also helped me host a show uh, over the Christmas break. But uh, yeah, our plan is to make these nice, nice and short and snappy. I think so. Let's just break into it, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we don't have any follow-up from last week because last week we just talked about things that, no opinion stuff, but, you know. Um, so uh, if, if you have any sort of responses to some stuff that we talked about last week, you can uh, get in touch with us and uh, the details for that will be at the end of the episode. Uh, so we'll just jump straight in. Uh, this week, I think it was this week, they uh, Facebook has... Announced a new feature for the for for Facebook, uh, and it is called Graph Search. Have you heard about this, Bren? Uh, I have. I have. I've, uh, it's been popping up in all the tech blogs and yeah, it's pretty, pretty much, much been, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's been everywhere, all over the internet. Uh, so the idea of uh, this Graph Search is that it's basically uh, super personalized uh, search results, right? So. Uh, you can type in things like um, photos of my friends and it will, you know, bring up a whole bunch of photos of all of your friends. Uh, or you can type in, you know, people that like to go for go biking in Canberra and it will come up with all the people who like to go biking in Canberra, I guess. I've also, I've also seen ones where it's like uh, what restaurants do engineers like to eat at? Yep. And it'll, it'll go through and say, right, you know, which of your friends is a, you know, is an engineer in their title somewhere and, you know, have what, what restaurants do they like? And it'll bring up that kind of thing. And uh, I think I, th- I think the idea of it is to the, the try what they're trying to do is make it so that you get super personalized uh, answers to questions to th- like to things like, uh, you know, what music would I like or, you know, what, what what's some new music that I could, you know, get into or or, you know, what's a movie that I I should go and see? You know, th- things like that. You right. Can, you, so you can get those sort of uh, results. 
Uh, there's a, there's a whole page about it uh, on on Facebook's site, and uh, that'll go into the show notes. Uh, it has a it has a couple of videos on how it works and that sort of thing. Uh, it also has a a very Apple esque uh, product video where there's a whole bunch of Facebook people talking about it, including uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who looks at the camera and just chats to you like he's your best mate. Uh, of course he is. That's why he sends us those those, those big checks all the time. So yeah, well, yeah. He sends me a g- giant checks all of the time. I mean, there's nothing written on them, but, you know, they're giant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Slips of paper, if you will. Uh, and just to, like, just basically, you know, talking it up in the, you know, in that uh, Apple-esque manner. Uh, you know, the, the videos that come out when every new product launches and uh, they, they just talk about how amazing the design is and that sort of thing. Uh, so, uh, so that's uh, currently in like a, a beta type uh, deal, and uh, basically you can get access to it if, uh, in a way, by setting your language to English US, and then registering for it. But that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to get it straight away, and uh, basically it allows you to you know start searching. But as usual, uh, this also has like another side to it in that it opens up all a whole bunch of privacy privacy concerns because uh, it's not just search results that is um, kind of limited to you know your friends, and your information isn't just limited to them either. It's uh it's available to anyone in anyone that you know does a search that you actually uh come up in I guess. Yeah, well, I, for for that of course your stuff would have to be uh public. So right. essentially this the same type of thing that a ra- if a random person found their way to their page, all the information they could see then is the same information that they could search for in a slightly easier to find form. Right. Uh so this this allows, you know, this is you know, makes uh, makes Facebook stalking that much that's that much easier. So if you're one of those sort of people who are really kind of private and don't don't like people being able to see anything about you, and for some reason you're still on Facebook, uh, there is a whole bunch of settings that you should uh, you should make sure that you change. Uh, Gizmodo actually posted a post, I think, today or yesterday, uh, on exactly what settings you should uh, take a look back look at before they before this launches. Uh, so I'll throw that into the show notes as well. Yeah, it's also one of those things I think um, from from what I was reading before is that it's also it, it does you can do a lot of like friend of friend type stuff as well. Like I, I guess yep. then that's a lot of how Facebook works to begin with, but you know, searching is kind of like that creepy next step. Because um, I, I think uh, may have been I don't remember. I read so many pl- blogs, I don't remember which ones I read things in anymore. Um, but one of them was saying that you can search things like you know, uh, single girls in Seattle, and it'll go right. through you know your friends, but also their friends, and you know. Let you know who's who's ready for who's just waiting for you to hit on them. Um, actually, that that reminds me about a uh, about a post that I saw the other day, which was um, uh, actually it was might have been a might have been a week or two ago, uh, like an Instagram 
uh, it's like an Instagram search uh, tool that has plugged into the location data uh, from Instagram, like photos, right? right? And it maps it to an address on Google's uh, Street View. So what you can do is you can search for a particular tag uh, and get results, like, and it shows one result uh, at a time and just kind of, you know, slowly goes through them. So you could search for stuff like, and here's, this is where it gets creepy, you can search for stuff like uh, bikini and you'll get photos uh, of chicks in bikinis, uh, which is then, like, laid over a street view uh, image of where that person is uh, or where that ta- that photo was taken so you can see where they are i like the the whole the whole uh, idea idea is super creepy sounding it, um, it sounds like it yeah <laughs> yeah so this kind of uh, this is kind of a very similar thing except a little bit less public i guess yeah and i would think in that in that instagram situation you got to be wondering why is that kind of information available or like easily available? Well, it's just, it's the nature of the service, I guess, because Instagram is, everything is uh, pretty much public. I mean, it has the similar, it has a similar setup to uh, Twitter in that you can, uh, you, you can like set your profile to private, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but at the same time, like most people just leave, leave everything public because it doesn't really matter because i mean you you don't like instagram isn't the sort of service where you go uh you know you go looking well i mean you can but you don't necessarily go looking outside of your group of friends in the same way as twitter it's it's very similar to twitter as as far as uh you know the publicity of things goes uh so in that case basically uh, like you, you, you tend to not go outside of your own kind of small area, but the, like the the whole the whole search, it's it, like it, it, you know, it kind of brings to light that you know things that you post on the internet, even though you're just you know it has that kind of uh, feeling of being slightly you know fairly private and you know just your friends and stuff, uh, it typically isn't right. Actually, that and that like and you know on that there's also like you know uh, there's also places that you can go to find like uh, you know photos that people post of their credit cards when they get them <laughs> uh, to Twitter and you know because people just don't don't think that you know this stuff is is public and there could be some douchebag out there that wants to uh, <laughs> wants to use that stuff for nefarious right. purposes for evil. Yeah, so uh, th- like this sort of stuff is becoming uh, very prevalent. Uh, it's it's kind of the I guess the next step in the social social internet. I guess social web. The social web, yeah, that's the term. Uh, in that you know all this stuff has all the stuff that you post has like location data on it and data about you know who who you with and where you are and and um, you know so it opens up like there's so many privacy privacy concerns in a lot of these situations and I think I think the 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 best thing that you can do is 
you know, the, the private privacy settings are all very well and good, but when it comes to the internet, you basically just have to consider the fact that it's it's public. Like you just have that's just how you have to have to cons- like to look at it because uh, even even in a place like Facebook where you know you can lock that you can lock everything down super tight and make it so that nobody can see your profile except you and you know a small group of friends. Uh, you're still you still your data is still out there on the internet and still available to anybody who manages who's you know smart enough to uh, to hack a Facebook profile, right? Or, and, or even to, to and, hack a Facebook profile of one of your friends. Yeah, you know, so it, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't like. There's so many uh, openings for this sort of stuff, and I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a privacy like nut. I mean, I have a Twitter account and I have a Facebook account, and and an Instagram account. Although I don't post any photos of myself in bikinis. Uh, and, and the world is is a worse place because of that jelly. I'm sure it is, but you know it's like like so it's it's not about you know you should lock yourself down and and not do any of this sort of stuff. But you know it's it's about being smart on the internet and you know having having net smarts, I guess, net smarts, uh, and just you know being being careful about what you post and you know uh, making sure that you're not posting anything that could uh, lead to massive problems. Yeah, I, I think. I've heard it said that, you know, don't post anything you wouldn't want the entire world to see. Right. Because it's very possible that it could. Uh, all it takes is, you know, somebody that decides that they want to, you know, hack uh, hack somebody's account or uh, even just set up a, you know, a search for being able to look up the location of Instagram photos. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, in other Facebook news, uh, what, like if it was a couple of weeks ago now, I guess? Uh, well, I think it was in November when they first started talking about, uh, and what we're talking about for the listeners to know, is uh, charging people to message non-friends and to have it go into the inbox as opposed to that the other uh, folder in your Facebook right. messages. So, Which is essentially a spam exactly. folder. So in... in I think in November is they announced that they were trialing the charging uh, people a dollar to so to, to message their their non friends, um, which is different, I guess. <laughs> um, but but the news recently is that they there's a hundred dollar charge if you want to message Mark Zuckerberg because right. you know he's you know of a higher class than we are. So none of that, none of that measly one dollar stuff. It's going to be a hundred. Hundred, indeed, because uh, like you know, I guess he gets a lot of spam. Yeah. From well, people. you know, it's it's one of those things. He's not going to read any of it anyway. So you send yeah, him hundred right. bucks. I, I doubt anybody sends you know important information to Mark Zuckerberg via you know a Facebook message. Right. So you know, it's it's just going right into Facebook's wallet. That hundred bucks. Indeed, is there anybody else that uh, that, that like costs that sort of uh, level of, of of cash, or is it just Mark Zuckerberg? I, I think at the moment the only people that, the only one that people have found is Mark Zuckerberg. Right. I don't. I don't know if they're going to do a. You know. Oh, it depends on how many friends you have. Changes the the cost. That kind of thing. Part of me says, you know, sure. They want if if people want to pay that money, 
it, Facebook would be stupid not to take it from them, you know? Um, but I, I kind of feel like in a situation like this, if Facebook is charging people to, you know, to, to message one of us, I feel like we should get a share, you know, even if it's like 30, you know, 30 cents on the dollar, like the, the, the same amount that, you know, Apple or Microsoft take when you submit something to the store, to their, you know, app stores. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So just a small amount enough that, you know, people would be like, oh, that's great. And, you know, if, if we don't make any money, it's, at the very least, it'll cut down on, you know, advertisements. Yeah, see, the, I mean, the, the the issue that you would have there to think about it you know, and play uh, devil's advocate, I guess, is that in the case of submitting an app to an app store, like, or, you know, to the Windows Marketplace or Android Marketplace, I don't know. Uh, store. The Google Play The store. Google Play Store. Yeah. Uh, in in those particular cases, you've got what you've got is businesses setting up, uh, like submitting these applications, and so it's basically arrangement from business to business. Uh, in the case of most like general people, they don't have that sort of a setup. Like there's no the the legality of of you know providing them with money. Uh, has to take into account things like you know tax and stuff. It's not it's not quite the same as you know me giving you five bucks you know to to buy lunch with. Uh, That's true. It's you know it's um you know they, they've got to take into uh, into account you know things like uh, you know tax income tax and that sort of stuff and and how like that's a that seemed like it's a, a pretty big a pretty big effort. So I I, maybe, I don't know how you do that. Us- what do they give us? Doesn't Facebook have like its own currency? Uh, the, the credits, the the yes. But why don't they give give us Facebook credit? Then? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I have I have no answer to that. So I feel like that would probably get around most of those legal issues. Yeah, the, I mean the thing is, is that uh, like, can you can you withdraw Facebook credit as as regular money, like? I don't, otherwise, I don't think so. otherwise, for for plenty of people, like I've never ever used credits. I'm fairly sure I've got like two of them, which somehow I got given or something at some point, <laughs> uh, and I don't have any. Uh, like I've never ever used them because I don't use I don't use apps. Like I I literally yeah. like refuse every every app request that I ever get. So if friends of mine are listening, I've rejected your app request because <laughs> I hate you. Please go away. No, not really. Uh, because I, I hate apps in Facebook and I'll, I, I'm, I'm just there for the for the uh, quote social aspect, even though I don't really use it socially either. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I don't think you can withdraw. I, I think it's it's either to use on applications or, and I think they've recently started to do things where you can actually buy real items i think uh yeah uh, yeah i think i remember seeing something like that you can buy like you can buy like gifts and stuff for people yeah, yeah. so I, I mean i think i think that would be a neat way of, of of them selling it that would i think kind of take the steam out of anyone who was against it yeah um but whether but, you whether... know of course because it, because it's an idea we think is smart, I'm sure they won't do it. Uh, yeah, whether or not they they do it is a whole other thing, and I, I very much uh, I have I have my doubts as to whether that would ever take off. Yeah. Just simply because I don't think that uh, that Facebook wants to part with that that you know few dollars 
or a dollar or half a dollar or whatever the cost might right. be. Uh, so, you know, Facebook's in it for the money. Really, that's that's it. And in all honesty, like Facebook, uh, just like most other free services, you're not you know you're not the actual uh, customer in this case. You're the product, uh, right? Because you know the the real customer is the advertisers that post advertisements all up and down your pages, uh, and in in your newsfeed and stuff like that, in, including Jelly and Bean. We've I've done you know uh, I've done Facebook ads. For some of the, uh, for, for some of the posts and stuff that we've done on our Facebook page, so I'm not like I'm I'm one of the customers, I guess. We're we're one of the customers, and you guys, you guys <laughs> so are the product. We are both customers and products. Yes, we are both customers and products all at the same time, and that's the magic of Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's pretty much all the Facebook news I have. I think that's probably all the Facebook news there is. Yeah. Ever. That's ever. That's, that's it. And that's all the Facebook news that there ever will be. Like, it's done. <laughs> just, just go somewhere else. Yep. So, uh, Facebook's actually now dead. <laughs> We've declared it. It must be so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so in other news, uh, let's talk about space. Space. How about that? Space is good. I like space. It's all. It's also known as the final frontier. It is. It is known as the final frontier. Did you see the study that, I don't know why I'm talking in that weird uh, uh, pacing. I'm going to try to talk normal. Did you see the study that the Russian Academy of Sciences did uh, in June of 2010 to November of 2011? I did. Uh, that was where a whole bunch of dudes all went and locked themselves into a, uh, uh, like, a little building, a warehouse or something or other, and pretended they they were going to Mars and back. That's exactly right. Yep. So we'll just go. We'll just be quiet now. We we both already know about it. No we one else we both it. already know about. <laughs> yeah. All right. So <laughs> five hundred twenty day mission. Yep. Um. There were. I think. Hold on. I'm trying to find the number. Six person. Six people. So a six person. Uh sort of crew uh, for a 520-day simulation mission to Mars. Um, so they were kind of in, like you said, like a warehouse. So they were in, in a building and, um, you know, I, I don't know if there were windows. And if there were, I don't know if they, you know, like drew pictures of space and kind of taped it to the window. So whenever they looked outside, it, oh, wow, look, space. Um, but the, the point is, I guess, to see what happens to these people on a, on a mission that's that long. Actually, I think uh, I think that they had uh, when they got when when they you know got to Mars, they uh, they did actual activities out on the surface of Mars, which I'm fairly certain was just like a little roped off area in inside the warehouse, but outside of the little kind of thing that they were living in. Right, uh, and it was kind of made to look a little bit like it was uh, otherworldly, uh, so they did go out doors but it wasn't actually outdoors they spent the entire time uh inside the warehouse but there was right. a little that there was a thing inside of the warehouse that like was basically their you know their habitat i guess and yeah, yeah. So, so it was like an outside inside yep and so they had like activities that they had to do for for the mission and 
like so I, I remember that happening like months ago uh but now it's ended so yeah so I, I think this is they just recently released the um i guess the results the notes whatever you want to call it yep um so obviously this ended it said it you know the experiment ended in november of 2011 so it's been a year and a bit um but the, you know it's just it's just hitting the new circuits now um but yeah so, so like you said they they were on like a, a, a simulated trip and it would be, they had a, a lot to do in the beginning, like as if they were, you know, launching and all the kind of initial things that had to be done. Right. And there was a bunch of downtime for the, what would be simulating the, you know, the majority of the trip to Mars. Yep. And then when they arrived and I'm doing air quotes, so they arrived in at Mars, you know, they had a bunch of activities, you know, scanning and, you know, soil samples. I don't know, whatever you do when you go to a new planet. Yep. Uh, and then a bit more activity of, you know, the launching on the way back and then a lot of doing nothing again until they landed. Right. Um, so I, I, a lot of it was to see, all right, you know, how do, what are they going to do during this, you know, during all that downtime? Like how, what's going to happen to them? How are they going to interact? Um, because obviously in, in, in a 520 day mission, you know, there's, there's a social aspect to that. Yeah, you know, if yeah. if twenty days in, it's it's you know de evolved to Lord of the Flies, and <laughs> you know, it, it that doesn't bode well for for long missions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for, what what the study showed is that these these guys, like I mean, I, I assume they were, um, you know, actual astronauts or cosmonauts because they're Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, they spent most of the time doing nothing. Like they got really lethargic. Uh, it says they spent like their their sleep. The amount of time they spent sleeping slowly increased as the trip went on. And not only that, but the time they spent like not sleeping but just kind of resting, like laying there doing nothing, that also increased as the trip went on. Right. Um, and they had they had like you know TV and they had they had Guitar Hero, so that you know they had I guess things they could do, and there was enough space where they they could have you know exercise that you know they could have did a whole bunch of stuff but like they didn't really they just kind of i mean i I don't know if they started that at the beginning and then just kind of gave up but most of the time was um just doing nothing you know right so i think that what the idea is here is we need to provide them with activities to do on the trip there and back right and and not, not just activities but like almost like a forced regimen of Oh yeah, I guess a, a forced activities of saying, "All right, well, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, at, at our time, you guys have to get up. You have to, you know, run, you know, jog in place for twenty minutes or whatever it is. You know, whatever exercises you have to do right. to get your body moving. And then, you know, you have an hour of downtime to do whatever you want. And then, you know, an hour of mission logs. You know, whatever. But just something to make sure that they don't." spend the whole time sleeping and gaining weight. Yeah, of course. Although, uh, you know, keeping in mind that uh, when you, like, in space, like, it's a whole different thing because there's a lack of gravity and stuff like that. So, uh, right. So yeah, like, I mean, they they, they do all sorts of, ma- like, all manner of uh, activities and stuff on the space station, so I don't see why they couldn't, you know, provide uh, provide activities for pe- for people to do and during the trip to and from Mars. Well, I think part of it also was again just seeing what they do on their own. Yep. Because yep. who knows? 
you know, if you're, if you're going again, 520 day mission, you know, anything could happen halfway through, you know, the, uh, you know, the communications could be down for a month and you need to manage on your own. Yep. Sure. And it was even pointing out in, in the, um, in the results that their sleep schedules were different from like they, they were all different from each other. Yeah. Um, and one person was even somehow had like, was, was running on like a 25 hour a day. Right. Um, so even just like little things like that, where, you, you know, like one person would be sleeping from, you know, like one to nine and the other person would be sleeping 12 to 10 and another person, you know, 11 to six. Um, and like, even that I, I think would be enough for a situation, I guess, where everyone needs to be kind of, you know, working together. If, if everyone's off even by a little bit, you know, like that could throw, throw off a journey like this quite a bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I guess uh I guess in situations like this it just means that uh we that people need uh to be to have their activities regimented a little bit better. I mean, for the most part as a you know, even in daily life we have our activities regimented for us. Uh we have to, you know, get up and go to work and uh well, you know, most of us anyway, uh, yeah. you know, and you have, you have activities fairly regimented, you know, you have extracurricular activities that you do afterwards and that sort of thing. In the case of, you know, go, a trip to Mars, you know, it, it changes because obviously you don't have to go to work or you can't go to like band practice or something. Uh, right. but you know, I just, just Google, just drive the space station over to band practice. Uh, and yeah, well, yeah, you're not going to be recording any podcasts either. Uh, well, well, it's unlikely. Uh, but you know, there are still activities that you, that can be done. So I guess, uh, I, I, I guess, you know, it's not surprising that, uh, that, you know, left to people's own, like left to their own devices, they kind of move to lethargy like lethargy we tend to do that when like you just look at me when i go on holidays and i've got nothing to do <laughs> and i spend like 90 percent of my time on the couch playing playing computer games playing console games uh or i you know uh just kind of lay around doing nothing and eating as much as i possibly can well, you're just saving up for winter uh, indeed uh so so yeah, like I guess it's not. I guess it's not really a surprising uh, result from that. Uh, so I, th- I think that you know, obviously, if they do consider, if they do start planning, and I'm pretty sure that they have started planning an actual trip to Mars, uh, there will be. It's pretty unlikely that they won't regiment uh, the you know people their daily uh, activities. Well, something else to think about with that is. Um... Pretty sure if they did do a trip to Mars, it probably wouldn't be a uh, return journey. It may be a one-way thing because I don't, I don't think we really have the, um, I guess, the technology to get people there alive and then actually get them back. Right. Well. Uh, just just even, even like fuel considerations, you, you know, because it's one of those things, the more fuel you have, the heavier you are, which means the more fuel you need. Yeah. Of course, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess I guess that uh, it's it's still a matter of you know something that we're looking forwards to. But I don't see why we couldn't do a return trip. You know, in the next five ten years. 
yeah uh as you know as tech gets a little bit better and better and uh you know we we start being able to make you know make things things like that happen a lot easier um on a, like you know as an example like you know you, you just you, all you have to do is look at you know the space the space station at the moment uh as compared to the uh as compared to you know the spaceships that we all know and love from our favorite sci-fis like star trek or battlestar galactica or whatever uh or you know whatever uh where it's so much smaller. I mean, it's bigger, but the actual like living space is smaller, uh, right. even though it's a fairly large thing. Which you know, it's mostly taken up by uh, the um, the solar panels the, and stuff. And the, the hardware needed to keep it afloat and keep the people alive. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so you know, but in, in like uh, there was a uh, I was reading just this last week or so uh that there is a company that is planning on sending uh inflatable like components for the uh for the uh international space station um it's interesting yeah so basically it you know it goes up much smaller than what it actually uh what it actually turns out to be and they can they can make it uh you know they can make they can expand the size of this of the space station uh kind of exponentially i guess because these uh these things can be much much end up much much larger than what they uh what they take up in the um you know on route i guess but do you know what the uh what the conclusion of inflatable space stations is. What is the conclusion? It's uh, bouncy castles in space. It's true. Although, how would that work? Like, it would have to be bouncy all of the areas. And that, that would be sense. awesome. Uh, okay, so uh, the Australian, of all of all places, uh, the Australian has, has the article for it. Uh, so it's basically like a giant round ball thing from the, from the artist's rendering. Okay. Uh, so it's like, it's got, I'm just reading through it. So the, uh, so the new technology provides three times as much room as the existing aluminium models, uh, and is also cheaper and easier to build. And, uh, so, you know, basically, yeah, this small inflatable tubes, and they just uh, they just kind of blow up in space, I guess. I don't actually know how it works properly, but this is this is <laughs> someone does. It's it's on the internet, so it must be true. Yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's neat. I mean that's I guess that's, that's something you, you never really think about, you know, when you watch like the sci-fi shows and they always have these, you know, like, like you're saying, like the space station, the spaceships, you know, you never think, huh, I wonder if that, that, you know, space station is actually, uh, you know, inflatable. Indeed. You know, oh no, we're, we've sprung a leak in C-section. Somebody gets out there and <laughs> <laughs> for, for several, you know, hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that going real well. <laughs> so th- this is this is why I don't understand how it works, but I'm sure that uh I'm sure that people smarter than me have probably uh put put some time into it. I'm just going to uh I'm just going to assume well, that straight up. Yeah. Let's hope they have. 
so I'll, I'll throw the article uh I'll, I'll throw an article in the show notes so that people can actually look and see that i'm not i'm not telling lies uh Here's a better article. The The Verge has an article on the whole thing. Uh, NASA's actually planning on launching it. Uh, it will be this... Uh, there's a company called Bigelow Aerospace. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Bigelow Aerospace uh, is has been working on developing these crafts for over a decade, for 10 years. Jeez. Uh, and they've launched two prototypes, the Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, back in 2006 and 2007. Uh, so they plan on basically creating new parts to the International Space Station. Okay. That's going to be a, a weird um, business to be in, like with something you work on for 10 years. Because you got to imagine the technology that was available 10 years ago is, you know, there, I would assume there's been improvements like there has in, in any field. In, in the field of uh, jumping castles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> improvements in the field of jumping castles have allowed us to create jumping castles in space. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is this is great news. I love it. Uh, it's uh, it's possibly the best thing to come out of the last uh, last couple of weeks. Because it's jumping castles in space. Indeed, jumping castles in space. Uh. Yeah, so I'll throw I'll throw the article that article in the in the show notes. It's the the uh, the contract for it is seventeen point eight million dollars. That's a those are very expensive uh, uh, jumping castles. So that, well, it's ten years worth of jumping castles. That's true, it's ten years. It's, um, they're, they're, they must be pretty amazing uh, jumping castles. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to things that I actually know about. Uh, in when was this? Was it a, uh, last week or something? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I think it was earlier this week. Anyway, so Apple uh, <laughs> Apple cut back on some an order for screens uh, for the iPhone five, uh, and uh, the Wall Street Journal jumped all over it, uh, basically saying that you know. You know, that they've cut uh, cut the orders for the components because of weaker than expected demand, uh, and basically, then now the internet's been talking about how whether or not uh, this is to do with the fact that the iPhone five is not selling as well as it should have, been, like that they'd hoped, right. and you know, Apple has been quiet about it, so. Uh, you know, so, you know, that, that just kind of adds to the mystery and people are still like it. People keep, uh, people keep talking and talking and talking and spreading rumors and just kind of, you know, this whole Chinese whispers thing is happening. Anyway, so, uh, there's a, like, uh, the, I'll throw the, art, the articles, uh, about this, uh, that we've collected into the show notes. So there's a few things to kind of uh, to mention here. Um, there, so like a, a lot of people are questioning, you know, whether or not this is, including I'm sure the, sure you you been, uh, whether or not this is you know a signal that this could be the end of you know of Apple's dominance in the market. And to that I say. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, 
I'm I'm not just an Apple hopeful. I'm an Apple fanboy. So uh, so like uh, I've got I've got an article uh, from Forbes, which is really good about uh, kind of the other side of the story uh, of this. Of course, a lot of this is still uh, either way. It's still speculation because Apple hasn't made any responses uh, because they can't uh, due to some uh, due to some things to do with the stocks and stuff. Uh, there's an article about that too. I can throw that into the show notes. There's just articles everywhere today. So you know, it's but but the simple the, the simple stuff is that you know, uh, if they you know ordered like it, they typically do a have a smaller than uh, expected quarter in the first quarter of uh, third quarter of the year, I guess. Uh, but the like so if they ordered so you know they would they would you know cut back on their orders anyway but you know if they'd ordered if they'd ordered extra for higher than expected demand during the uh quarter just been the what second quarter uh then they would have you know they would have had to cut back even more and so it's just basically it's conjecture at this point. it's it's one of those things uh that like have you ever noticed that when apple does something that is even slightly wrong uh Everybody jumps all over it and just becomes enormous news. Now, if this had ha- had have happened to somebody like uh, Samsung, LG, or you know other various phone manufacturers, uh, you would never have heard about it. Like, it well, it's, it's because at the moment anything Apple is news. Yeah, so uh, it's it's one of those things. Like you know, if if you if you'd heard that you know Nokia had cut back their their uh, an order for screens, it would have been like a half a you know, a half a uh, paragraph in one particular, you know, news website and then nobody else would have really mentioned it again. Uh, but in this case, it kind of it blows out and it just becomes this big thing of, oh my God, you know, it's the end of Apple. It's going to, you know, it's, it's going to change. Everything's going to change. Uh, and just, you know, pff, yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't believe a word of it. Uh, I, I pretty much... Uh, other than you know the the small amount of research that I've done for today's, uh, well not small but you know small the 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 research that I've done for you know today's uh, podcast, um, like I've just kind of kept a, a wide berth I guess just simply because it's it's all like it's it's just all hearsay and nobody actually says you know nobody actually has any answers they just you know make making stuff up because you know they uh because apple isn't responding and can't respond well actually apple can respond in response to the article you looked up there was actually one that i had seen before um where they said a lot a lot of companies say that they can't respond around when they file earnings, but there's no restrictions against that. They just, no one ever does. So it's kind of like a, every company just says that they're not allowed to do it, but there's nothing actually stopping them. Yeah. But even then, even then, so like, why would, why would, if, if no companies do that, why would Apple do it? Even in a situation like this? I I think what they would, uh, how about the, because their stock's currently dropping a bit. Because people are worried, even even if it's worried for no reason, you know what I mean. Like if if you were in a company like this and people were saying, "Oh, everything's doing bad," you'd come in and you'd go, "No, actually, 
you know, our earnings are great. Like you'll see this in, you know, a couple of days or something like that, you know, like it, it's one of those things like, uh, what is it like, you know, when you're being arrested or well, not that you would know, but like in the TV shows, you know, when they arrest somebody and the person doesn't say anything, everyone immediately thinks they're guilty. Yep. So I, I think it's, it's that same type of situation, you know, them not saying anything might, might just be Apple being Apple and not, you know, just Either. kind of staying above it all, but it's still, it, to certain people, anyway, it looks like a admission of yeah, there's something wrong. We're not going to talk about. Yeah, it. of course. But I mean, Apple has never been Apple has never been a, a company who has been truly uh, forward with information like that. I mean, you just right. just have a look at some of their their previous uh, kerfuffles. I guess I don't know what the right word is. Things like incidents. Yeah, incidents. <laughs> incidents. I don't know. I like kerfuffle. It's kind of. <laughs> fluffy sounding uh so like as an example the the uh the bumper issue from the iphone 4 where there was all the antenna issues and so they released the bumper eventually but throughout most of that they were quiet and they had one they basically came out they had one press release and that was it and that was the end of it like that was it, it basically the internet and various media uh you know went crazy over over this news and then apple came out and said well here's the situation and here's how like this is what we're doing thank you right and that was it like that was the end of it and you know it, it just kind of stopped because you know once apple kind of says it then it's like they you know it's not like anybody questions you know th- their statements after they've come out and I, d- I don't think that this is any different i think this is just one of those things where uh you know where where something something very straightforward has has happened in that you know they've uh, you know They've had a you know slightly slower than expected quarter or whatever, uh, and so they you know they want to uh, to to cut back or you know they've they, they had extra you know extra units so they cut back on the order, uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you know there isn't a demand for iPhone uh, fives. Uh, it just means that they they don't need any more screens. And so all, right. so all of a sudden, that becomes like that becomes a, a thing where you know if they don't need any more screens, that means they're not going to sell that many more iPhones, and that must be you know that must be a uh, uh, that must be you know, mean that there's trouble in you know uh, trouble in paradise, and something's going to go horribly horribly wrong. And I no, it's it's not like if anything is going to knock apple out of its post it's not going to be like it's not going to be something as as ridiculous as as that i don't i don't think right and and like you said right now all we're doing is speculating it it'll be you know i don't remember when the, their earnings report actually comes out but it's i assume it's sometime soon and then you know they might go look earnings report we made you know 70 billion more than we made last quarter and then none of this will be important, you know. Yeah, exactly. And if they, if they come out and go, actually, we're down, you know, half a, half a gazillion, then then we can talk about okay, what does this mean for you know, the market, and you know, what does this mean for Apple? But right now, it's we don't have enough information to go on. And and you just have to look at the fact that I mean, the iPhone, while the iPhone is one of their most popular products, it's not their only product, and especially not in the mobile space. So it's right. not like uh, it's not like by you know, by by uh, doing this, that their you know their their whole business is in jeopardy because that's not how 
Apple is set up. Like they they make uh, billions of dollars uh, from develop like developers creating uh, creating products for their for, for their you know. Uh, for their devices uh right. they make so much money from all the various things so it's not going like they're not going anywhere just because of a screen <laughs> uh yeah a, a cut of a screen order it's it's it could be that they're just they're just uh rethinking things and moving to a new place to get their screens from or something like i don't i don't necessarily think it's anything even uh even worth considering too hard Right. And one of the articles also mentioned that um, the iPod Touches use the same screens. Yep. So it could easily be, you know, iPod Touches aren't selling as well because everyone already has, everyone that would want one has an iPhone. Yeah, right. And, well, that's still not great news because it means, you know, still less money coming in. It's not as bad as, you know, I, you know it's not as bad as saying iPhone, iPhones aren't selling. Well, it's not as bad as saying, well, we're not just not selling any products and we... We've had to cut back our our orders. Like it's, mm. I, I, I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's going to be anything bad anyway. I, I think it's just one of those things that has been blown like ridiculously out of proportion because that's what happens with Apple News, uh, in in the media. You you never hear anything from Apple that's just kind of uh kind of quiet. It's it's always you know if it, if it's regarding Apple, it's always uh it's always like the end of the world. As we know. Well, you know what? I, I like to believe that this is a really complicated stock uh, plot where, you know, someone's leaked out this kind of information, Apple stock drops, you know, some evil mastermind buys up all the stock at a slightly cheaper price, earnings report comes out, everything's fine, stock shoots <laughs> right back up, this guy's made a ton. Yeah, right. Good. Just like just like in the movies. Just like in the movies. Well, you know, there's there's been talk about you know whether it's just, you know things like you know stocks and stuff could be involved in this, and uh, it's, there's every there's every chance because that's the world that we live in, folks. That's the world that we live in. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to go buy some stock <laughs> in Apple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, good. It, it will still cost you like several hundred dollars. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, buy some stock per, per stock. like half of one. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So. Uh, that being said, you know, with the, 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 this isn't really news, we're going to move on to a different topic. What have you got for me, Bean? All right. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about Skype. Skype. We're using Skype yeah. right now. We sure are. And you know what we're not using? FaceTime? Yeah, that's true. You know what else we're not using? Uh, ICQ. That's also true. I'm just going to stop making you guess. <laughs> we are not using MSN Messenger. Well, of course we're not. And and soon, soon no one else will be either. Um, Sad times. Yes. I remember when that used to be the thing. Yeah. I do remember when like, that used to be the thing. For like six months and then it was AOL Instant Messenger. Well, yeah. Forever. No, and then it was Gchat. I, I think, uh, well, before Gchat, Gchat definitely came in upset things. But for, but for a long while, uh, like it, it kind of sat side by side with uh, with AOL's uh, AIM. AIM. Uh, I, I used it when I was when I was you know a a teen, <laughs> a youth <laughs> when I was a youth, uh, and. I like you know MSN was my thing. I remember the days. I remember the days, and here's here's me slipping into my old man pants. Uh, I remember the days when you used to post on MSN, and it would 
would fail because your message was too long. <laughs> <sighs> Those oh, were the yes. days. Those days, yeah. Yep. Anyway, so yes, uh, the since Microsoft uh, purchased Skype a while back, um, they're trying to move more people onto that. So they've uh, stopped, I guess, the official MSN Messenger application. Right. Uh, so that that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I'm sure if you have it, it probably still exists. I don't know if you can actually run it. Um, but if you log into Skype, you can use your. I think I think you can use your. Um, oh, what do they call it? It's not a passport anymore. Is it just your 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 live ID? There you go. Yeah, the, that's um, the Microsoft version of uh, Facebook Connect or whatever. Yes, you, you can use that um, as your sign in for Skype, and it'll let you chat with your MSN buddies. Um, but later on this, but uh, yeah, so the messenger, the, the program is, is no longer available, but the service is still out there. Right. Um, and that's so that third party devices, um, or programs like, uh, Digby or Trillium, that kind of thing. You can still use them for MSN messenger for the short term. I think later this year, they're going to shut down the service that those all connect to. Right. Um, and I actually think, though, I, I, I vaguely remember them saying that they're shutting it down everywhere but in China. So I, I think it'll still be available there. But I'm sure that's, you know, because of some, either they can't make inroads with Skype or, you know, some deal with the, the Chinese government or something like that where they, they need to keep it going. But for everyone else, no more MSN Messenger. Right. And the the newest rumor in that is that... um. The chat and messaging programs over uh, Xbox Live will be replaced with Skype as well, mm. which is interesting. Very interesting. So I could Skype you on the Xbox soon. It's true. Well, because like right now, uh, the Xbox has um, like you can connect via uh, M- your you know MSN Messenger thing, and you can chat like that. Um, so eventually they have, they're going to have to drop that out anyway because no one will be using MSN. It'll just move on to Skype. But right. whether or not they implement like a full version of it or more features or if it just becomes the same chat program, it just you know goes through the Skype service rather than the you know MSN service. Yeah, I reckon I reckon that they'll probably uh, they'll probably beef up services like that so that they you know they use Skype proper, I guess. Uh, because I mean, it's it's in their interest to do that sort of thing now, uh, to to you know get more users, more people uh, using Skype as a video calling service, and right. uh, for the for the most part, like um, you know, it's it's possibly one of the one of the, uh, I guess two or or possibly three, uh, major video calling services that are out there. Uh, the other two, obviously, being uh, Google. Google's uh, Hangouts, is it? And uh, and FaceTime. Right. Uh, so, <clears throat> this is like, you know, in, in order to keep keep Skype competing with with those uh, with those services, it's it's in their in their interest to have Skype as as in as many places as they possibly can. And you just have to have a look at what they're doing with uh, with their other things. So like uh, you know they've they went how they brought out uh, Smart Glass for all the different uh, devices and that sort of stuff. They they are not. Uh, 
they're not scared of putting things, uh, you know, having, having their programs uh, in places that they don't necessarily control. Uh, because right, because it, it, you, you still have even if you're using an Android tablet or an iPad, you have an Xbox to, to if you if you have you know if you have smart glass. Yeah, so right. They've already, they've already got you in, in one place, and they're just slowly expanding out. It's just an, it's a, it's just another way that they can kind of kind of rope you into using get it uh, using their other services as opposed to their other devices. Uh, so you don't have to have a Windows phone, but if you're using an Xbox uh, smart glass device, then maybe you might uh, you, you might be more eager to buy into a game that makes uh, you know that that or that makes good use of it or something or something similar. Uh, right. You know, as as they as they expand that sort of uh, sort of setup. So, uh, I, I think that uh, I think it'll be. I, th- I think it'll definitely be something that they expand out, and I, I would I would very much expect that uh, in in Xbox it will probably be, get replaced with with Skype proper, and you'll start uh, you'll start video chats with your with your friends using your your Connect and your uh, and your TV screen. It'll be a, a neat world the future holds. It will be when we can uh, we can sit on the couch and and uh, and Skype with parents and and the like. And at the same time, play play video games. Just at the Skype window in a small corner of the screen. That's pretty much what I do now with my computer. It'll be like, uh huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 Nana, here, yep, yep, yep. happy birthday. <laughs> oh, die! Oh, headshot! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, then s- several minutes of swearing. <laughs> as uh, as exactly as Nana right. kind of sit, sits there looking shocked and uh, you know having having a heart attack, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. Well, that is pretty much all that we have uh, today, I think, and we've uh, we're, we're coming in under time, which is very exciting. It's the first time that's ever it's happened. The first time it's ever happened. So I have to get through the our, our outro nice and quick. Uh, so for, for starters, uh, for show notes, if you are interested in any of the articles or anything that we talked about today, uh, you can check out the show notes. They are at jellyandbean.co forward slash eight because this is episode number eight. Uh, you can get in contact with us and you can tell us how wrong we are if you uh, go to our contact form. It is at jellyandbean.co forward slash contact. Uh, if you would like to talk to us more directly, you can do that on Twitter because that's where we ha- like to hang out and swap you know, inane comments. Uh, Brandon uh, is available at brandroidattack and I am at jellybeansoup. This has been episode 8. It's been amazing. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.